I saw one video of the police throwing down their handcuffs and joining the protesters. It just seemed like complete mayhem. I even saw zoo animals running around like somebody had released them from the zoo. There is so much happening in the world right now. Oh my gosh, there is so much happening. One of the things that I am very deeply passionate about is social justice and the situation in France seems to be pretty bad. I don't know if it's getting better or worse, but I'm going to share an article that explains a little bit about what's happening and it's pretty disturbing. The purpose of this episode is to share some information with you about what's happening in France in 2023. Today is Sunday, July 30th, 2023, and for the last few weeks, we have heard very little about the situation in France. There have been protests in France for months regarding the increase of the retirement age. People weren't happy about that, so they were taking to the streets. Then, I believe it was the end of June 2023, the French police shot and killed a 17-year-old, and the protests ramped up like crazy. I've seen footage online of cars being driven off of parking garages, lots of buildings being burned, people fighting with the police. I saw one video of the police throwing down their handcuffs and joining the protesters. It just seemed like complete mayhem. I even saw zoo animals running around like somebody had released them from the zoo. I saw gorillas and some kind of wild cats. I think I saw one of them like leap onto someone's vehicle. It was absolute insanity. But then they seemed to block all coverage, like media coverage of it. So it was impossible to find anything on like TikTok or whatever. It just seemed like they stopped reporting and they were blocking any local people in France from uploading stuff to social media. And then something else recently happened. So I'm going to share the information from an article that I found online and I will include a link. This article is dated July 28th, 2023 from peoplesdispatch.org. A month after Niel's killing, has the French state learned any lessons? The killing of 17-year-old Niel and the mass protests that followed once again revealed structural issues and discrimination in France. Activists say these need to be addressed urgently, but it does not look like the government has learned any lessons. A month has passed since the police killing of French Algerian teenager Niel M at a traffic stop in the Parisian suburb of Nanterre. The police initially reported that the teenager had threatened to run over the officers, but a video circulating on social media contradicted this claim, showing that one of the two officers who had stopped his car shot Niel point blank in the head. Niel's killing on June 27th led to a massive uprising. Over 3,000 protesters were arrested between June 27th and July 15th. Many of the protests saw violence breaking out. French security forces responded with repression, and in the days following the killing of Niel, over 40,000 security personnel were deployed. The response of French President Emmanuel Macron and his administration was widely condemned, especially their failure to address the systemic issues that led to the killing. Media reports and activists pointed to the discrimination faced by people of Arab and African origin.
origin in France. The trend of youth from such communities being checked frequently at traffic stops and a 2017 law that gave the traffic police a free hand in using lethal weapons. Left and progressive organizations have also condemned the government's recent failure to intervene during a strike by the police against the detention of an officer who was involved in injuring a young man during the protests. According to reports, police officers in Marseille went on leave en masse or performed only emergency duties after their colleague was taken into custody on July 20th over charges of attacking and seriously injuring a 21-year-old man named Hedy. The top brass of the French police, including National Police Chief Frederick Vaux and Paris Police Chief Laurent Nunes, shared its uneasiness about the officer being arrested. While Macron said that everyone was equal under the law, he indicated his empathy for the emotion of the police following the recent protests against police violence. Okay, I'm going to cut in here and say the incident where this man, the 21-year-old named Hedy, was assaulted was horrific. The man's injuries are terrible. And if you Google his name, you may come across a photo of him and you can see that part of his skull had to be removed. He was nearly killed by the police. So to hear these officials and the French president, Emmanuel Macron, show any kind of sympathy for the police in this situation after they shot and killed a 17-year-old boy and nearly killed a 21-year-old man and left him permanently disfigured, it is mind-boggling that they could show any sort of empathy or sympathy for the people who are committing these atrocities. And it seems pretty obvious as well that there is some racism underlying these situations because like they mentioned, this seems to be happening to people of African and Arab descent. Back to the article. On July 24th, Jean-Luc Mélenchon from the leadership of the French left-wing New Ecological and Social People's Union, or NUPES, coalition said that, quote, the government and its allies must pull themselves together and break with their complacency toward the factious and violent police organizations. They must restore obedience and Republican discipline in the police. These parties must clearly condemn what is happening and take a stand in defense of the Republic. End quote. Succumbing to the public outcry, judicial bodies have now opened investigations into multiple cases of police attacks against civilians during the protests. This has irked a significant section of police officers as witnessed in Marseille. Humanité reported that an investigation is also ongoing in the case of 22-year-old Abdelkaram Y, who was allegedly blinded in a police attack on the night of June 30th in Marseille. On July 4th, the Marseille Prosecutor's Office also opened an investigation into the death of 27-year-old Mohammed during protests in the city. Mohammed reportedly died after a violent shock to the chest caused by the firing of a flashball projectile by the police. Earlier on July 5th, over 100 progressive organizations including the General Confederation of Labor, CGT, and political parties like La France Insomise, LFI, have issued a joint appeal to the authorities to formulate a holistic political response to combat police violence. Rallies were organized in multiple cities demanding police reforms and the repeal of trigger-happy laws. Meanwhile, the French right wing has supported the police crackdown on the protests and accused immigrant and working-class youth from the suburbs of rioting in the cities. A donation drive initiated 
initiated by a far-right politician to support the family of the policeman who killed Niel collected $1.77 million or 1.6 million euros. I'm going to cut in here again and say the thing that was notable about the fact that they were able to raise over a million and a half dollars for the police officer is that initially they were raising money for the family of the 17-year-old who was killed and they were actually able to raise even more money for the police officer than for the 17-year-old who was killed. And that's deeply upsetting because like we already mentioned, the police officer shot this 17-year-old point blank for seemingly no reason. And people are in such support of the police that they were able to raise more money for the police officer than for the 17-year-old. So I'm going to cut in really quickly with a little bit of information from japantimes.co.jp. This was from July 5th, 2023. Their article was titled Fundraiser for Policeman Who Shot French Teenager Reflects Polarization. A campaign to raise money for the family of the policeman who shot dead French teenager Niel M topped $1.6 million on Tuesday, far outstripping donations to Niel's family and causing shame and anger among many French people. Fundraising pledges for the family of Niel stood at about 352,000 pounds, which is clearly far less. They raised over a million dollars more for the police officer who killed him than for the 17-year-old who was the victim of the crime. Okay, back to the original article. They wrap up the article by discussing structural failures. The developments over the past month show the French state has failed to address the deep-seated structural issues that have led to incidents like the killing of Niel. For left-wing parties, trade unions, and other progressive forces, this remains the key issue to be addressed. Speaking to People's Dispatch a week after the mass protests began, Ramon Villa from the Sud Sante Socio Union said that as French was a former colonial power, Quote, there is still a feeling of superiority and domination toward the formerly colonized populations, end quote. He talked about how the discrimination is manifested on a day-to-day basis. Quote, it comes in the form of repeated police checks over several times a day. A young person in these neighborhoods who is black or North African is 20 times more likely to be stopped than a white person. Discrimination in recruitment is common based on your name or address. Police violence against these young people is more frequent. This situation has been going on for years and years. It has gotten worse, end quote. Those were the words of Ramon Villa from Sud Sante Socio Union. President Emmanuel Macron recently reshuffled his cabinet and told his ministers to draw lessons from what happened and provide sound answers. However, he added that there was a need for, quote, authority and respect, end quote. A message he repeated during his trip to New Caledonia, where he said, quote, our country needs a return to authority at every level, starting with the family, end quote. It is doubtful if the French state has learned any lessons. That last quote by Emmanuel Macron, where he keeps talking about authority, makes me think of like an authoritarian regime. And the meaning of authoritarian is favoring or enforcing strict obedience to authority, especially that of the government, at the expense of personal freedom. And then I started to wonder, like, what's the difference between authoritarianism and totalitarianism? And 
according to Britannica.com, both forms of government discourage individual freedom of thought and action. Totalitarianism attempts to do this by asserting total control over the lives of its citizens, whereas authoritarianism prefers the blind submission of its citizens to authority. So, totalitarian states tend to have a highly developed guiding ideology. Authoritarian states usually don't. Totalitarian states suppress traditional social organizations, whereas authoritarian states will tolerate some social organizations based on traditional or special interests. Unlike totalitarian states, authoritarian states lack the power to mobilize an entire population in pursuit of national goals, and any actions undertaken by the state are usually within relatively predictable limits. So as you can see, the situation in France is not good at all. And the way we like to think of Western democracies, we like to think of personal freedoms and things like that. But based on the way the president of France, Emmanuel Macron, is speaking, it does not sound like the type of government he wants to lead is a free or liberal democracy at all. It sounds to me like he wants to be more of an authoritarian or totalitarian leader. And that is concerning because I don't think the French people are willing to go along with that craziness. I hope you found this informative. Thank you very much for taking the time to listen to Path of a Greenwich podcast.